0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk time outs. Plus, Biz sets fire to the kitchen. Teresa takes a dive, and Amanda, the creator of the blog Dirt and Boogers, helps us to stop yelling at our kids. Uh, That does sound like an exciting show. I'm really excited. There's so much intrigue and mystery. Do
1: you think it's possible for us to be helped to not yell at our kids? (laughs) Do you think that's like in the realm of possibility? I'm hoping so. Maybe we can just work on reducing. Yeah, maybe just
0: reducing. And then... How about stop yelling at our kids and then increase yelling at everybody else that comes in our purview? Oh,
1: that's the that's sentence? perfect.
0: Good. That's probably what her system is, right? <laughs> probably is her system. <laughs> and the interview took five minutes. <laughs> Yell at everybody else. Genius. <laughs> Teresa, how are you?
1: Um, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm super pumped mm-hmm. because last week. Uh, we launched the new One Bad Mother Facebook group. Group. Not to be confused with the One Bad Mother Facebook page. The very public page. Which is very public yes. and very awesome. Yes, But it's very public. Yes, public. Um, the One Bad Mother Facebook group is a closed group, which means um, you join the group and then whatever you post in the group can only be seen by other people in the group. Um, right. And it's, it's, so we've had this going for a few days now, and it's just been awesome. Like, yeah. We have people joining every day. We have lots of people posting pictures of <laughs> <Haircuts>. bad home <laughs> haircuts and also really good home yeah. haircuts. Um, and uh, all kinds of people already posting their genius and fails for the week. Yeah. Um, asking questions um and it's so far it's just it's a really lively really nice group yeah um which is exciting and fun and uh you should check it out if you're not
0: already on there great place to find like-minded people who <laughs> may find parenting a bit of a challenge and you have, you know of course if you're not a parent and you want to join uh yeah. that's oh, also yeah. fine too oh, absolutely and this dads we got dads yep we got moms. Yeah. We got, I'm sure a couple of our people are young adults. Yeah. Not ready to be parents, but possibly some nannies. Some nannies. Bring on the nannies yeah. for the nanny praise. Mm-hmm. Uh so anyway, that yeah, it was it's really turned out to be fun. Yeah. Well, that's great. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right.
1: Hmm. Um I'm not if something tells me that well, all right. Maybe doesn't mean mm,
0: I'm a I'm a bit stressed out. You okay. know, it's one of those when it rains it pours. Uh not mm-hmm. which is which you would think in a drought,
2: mm-hmm. you know, uh,
0: time in California like this rain would be great. It'd be positive. But it's yeah. not. No. It's not a positive thing. No. Yeah, you know, cats needing surgeries, children having hives, babies uh, having uh, fevers, uh. you know, husbands having extra work, me having Doctor's appointments, babysitters yeah. out of town, yeah. new sitters coming in, coming out. Just and and the time change happened uh-huh. this weekend. Uh-huh. We sprang forward and at like 8 30 last night, I'm sitting on the couch. And I swear I was like are we sure we weren't falling back? Because it feels so much later, <laughs> oh, and I'm supposed to feel like it's earlier. Yeah,
1: that's but I sign, don't know. That's a sign that like t- things were too much. It this was weekend. Too I think much. if you're feeling
0: that way, Ugh. something. Yeah, you're. I was yeah. like, this is unbearable. And then because I'm definitely in one of those modes of we did that whole show on like, am I the crazy person? Mm-hmm. Am I just overthinking and over worrying stuff? Is it me? Mm-hmm. And and because of that show. What
1: did we decide? I No, it's we not decided, us. No. I,
0: sometimes it's us. Okay. But I really feel very confidently that it's not me this time. That all the things I'm worrying about and like uh, stressing out about are relevant. Mm-hmm. And that it's everybody else's problem that they're not worried about it as much as me. Sure. Right? I'm down for that. Good. That makes perfect sense. Good. Good. Yeah. So it's just like, it's kind of a chaotic, kind of a chaotic week. Uh, So much so that I'm actually going to say some of the things I would talk about Uh (laughs) for my genius and fail time. Okay. Because they tie in so much to what my week was like. Okay. (laughs) So we're all just going to have to wait. Look forward to that. Wait for that. Wait for those (laughs) gems. Um. You know, and and, and when I get like this, I get kind of uh, unpredictable Mm. in my possibly temper or responses to people, Mm -hmm. Uh, meaning lots of times I probably require a timeout. Mm. uh So today we're going to talk about timeouts and how I wish they weren't for our children, <laughs> that they were in fact for us.
1: Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to
0: the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice.
0: This and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, timeouts. Why do we give timeouts? And I just want—I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to interrupt you immediately okay. by saying, because I feel like timeouts is one of those like things that you never think about, mm-hmm. and then you have kids, and then they just—it just shows up. Yeah. It just shows up to the party. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, timeout, and I—I yeah. have never made any plans to do timeouts. Like, I watched some Super Nanny episodes, and, Uh like, I can remember seeing people with kids and being like, that kid needs a timeout because I don't know anything about your situation, and I'm going to judge you and make comments to myself. Um, But, like, it just feels like they have historically been there forever and have become such a part of our because I said so. You need a timeout. Uh Uh, Look at me when I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All these things. So where do you think... What are you... Timeouts. Mm-hmm. Give me the history of timeouts, Teresa. I'm just kidding. to
1: to I'm going me- to actually give you my, what I think the history of timeouts oh, actually is. Okay. Which is... It's a fact-based show, everybody. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. No, but I think the way I actually always think of timeouts is, like, I, re- I think I remember hearing that they came as, like, the first good, like, alternative to, like, actually spanking your kids. Like, it was the thing that they... Once they figured out, oh... Hitting kids might not be such a good idea. <laughs> That's weird. That might cause lasting psychological and sometimes physical damage to oh. a child. What else? What else, What are we supposed to tell parents to do? Right. And I think the thing that they came up with was this timeout because right. it was this way of theoretically de escalating situations. Mm. If you needed to have some sort of quote unquote punishment, right. this was something you could do that wouldn't physically harm anyone right um and so i think i that if you think about timeouts in the context of that they make perfect sense right like yay for timeouts all the way like i mean are timeouts probably better for your kids than smacking them yes i would think so um Uh, yes but i have also heard recently um research coming out that has said Well, you know, yes, timeouts are better than like corporal punishment. (laughs) However, depending on how you're doing a timeout with Mm. your kid, you can be causing psychological harm by um, basically separating them from yourself and from the group and like basically like shutting them off from the group. That can can also sort of. So anyways, there's a lot of, and there, there are people who believe timeouts are now really bad. Right. But then also there's this other side to it, which is like, Hey, maybe it's nice to have like a thing to tell parents to do that doesn't like that. Can potentially de-escalate a, situ- a situation.
0: Do you think that the just the word timeout? Uh-huh. I'm gonna say the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when people hear the word timeout, it clearly conjures up different images for them. Because totally for me, when I think of a timeout and have always thought of timeouts, it was about like taking a time, just sit down. Yeah. Quiet, reflect, Uh like you said, Uh de-escalate before everybody's yelling and freaking out. Just sitting. Yeah. It gives the kid time to calm down Uh a little bit and get them out of harm, harming themselves or harming others. Yeah. Uh, But clearly, like you said, there's this other line of thinking. To me, like, the thought never crossed my mind that having—that there could be anything dangerous about a timeout. Uh That it would psychologically scar the child forever Uh because— I remember I was a camp counselor one year at this camp in upstate New York, and I was in charge of five, six year olds. Mm -hmm. And like one of those kids, they were like, one of the kids was like constantly out of control. Mm -hmm. You know, just like always (laughs) freaking out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, especially when. You were asking them to do something they didn't want to do, mm-hmm. or you were playing a game they didn't like it, and they got frustrated. And this kid bit another kid, mm-hmm. and I so I said, "All right, we're having a timeout. We're just gonna sit. You and I are gonna sit here outside of the game, mm-hmm. and we're gonna calm down. You know, are we supposed to be biting? Blah blah blah." I mean, it wasn't like you're out of here. Right. <laughs> it just was like go to the cabin, yeah, yeah, by yourself, yeah. and right. you're not allowed to play. It was right. we're sitting down because right. you can't bite yeah. your friends. Yeah, we need right. to sit down. I got called up to the director's office. Uh, and they were like, the kid happens to belong to one of the directors. <laughs> Big surprise. Anyway, and the director's like, we spit. don't put, you know, we don't pick children in time out here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I also what? am not cool with like, Kids biting. biting. Yeah, so what are you supposed to do? Am I supposed to just be like, no bite, and yeah. then send them back out? Like she needed How old to calm the kids five six. Okay, so I'm like she needed to calm down. Yeah, she needed to not continue to bite people. Yeah, and the kid who got bitten needed to see that she was safe and protected as well. Yeah, like, both needed to be. Yeah. But Seems that was my, like you did the right thing. I, mean, like, I, I know. I, here's the thing. Is I know I did the right thing. I know you did the but right thing. But I remember part. for the first time being oh, okay. that thing that you just talked about. Like it's psychologically damaging. Yeah. So I guess. That just never crossed my mind that timeouts yeah. can be bad, but I guess if the timeout is like a little symbol where it's like, you go into the closet with the purple crayon right. and you get yeah. locked in there, the right. people! You know? Well, that's
1: <laughs> the thing, like, I was, I, okay, so I was listening to, I was, like, listening to the story on public radio or something, and are uh-huh. were interviewing this person who'd done this research, and they, you know, the way they got you to, like, listen to the story was by saying, we've discovered that right, right, timeouts right. can be psychological d- psychologically <laughs> damaging, and I was like, what the fuck? I sometimes use timeouts when so I don't. listen, yeah. but then as I'm listening, I'm realizing, like, the main thing that they're talking about is this like, is this like physical separation and mm. almost like abandonment right. of your child when they're upset. Like are you taking, taking like a tantruming, flipping out two or three year old and like putting them in their room and shutting the door and being like, you're on a timeout and like walking away. Which, I mean, if you think about that, yes. like that is very different from, like, sitting down with your child for two minutes and making sure that they're, like, safe and
0: you're there with them. uh uh-huh. so They take a break. Like This leads to the question, next okay. question, which right. is, what in your world—we're yeah. not speaking for everybody in the world. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think constitutes a timeout? Mm-hmm. Because, to me, a tantrum yeah. isn't a timeout. No. Because a tantrum is not something to be punished. You're not to, like...
1: Yeah, you're not yeah, I mean, it's to
0: that... punish or, or, like, leave. like, yeah, like, a, like a tantrum is yeah. not the same thing as, like, taking all your sister's crayons and yeah. breaking them and throwing yeah. them at the fucking dog, right? Like, it's like, not the same thing as... like it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, so what... So yeah, yeah, that would be psychologically scarring if every time your child had an emotion, you yeah. didn't want to deal with it, you, you put shut them in timeout. Yeah, the people, the yeah. people. Yeah. Um, what do you think in your house? What in your yeah. house? What do you what what gets a timeout? Or what do you think well, should get a timeout? You know what? It's a good
1: question because I have found myself using the timeout less and less and less mm. because I have actually found, um that it's really rare that it helps. Like yeah. I think it's it's been really tempting for me a lot of times to say like, "Do you need to take a time out to kind of like and mm. put a stop to a behavior that I don't that I don't like?" Right. "Do you need to take a time out?" And then, "No, I don't want to take a time out." "Okay, well then stop <laughs> doing blah blah blah." Yeah. Once in a while that works, but I don't I mean, I don't think it's ideal. I'm usually using that in a pinch when I'm busy with the other child or right. something. Um, but I think like the thing is, is that in our house, it doesn't deescalate anything because the child doesn't stay put when they go take a timeout anyway. Right. And so for me, um, I think what I've been doing and what what does warrant a timeout and what does actually kind of work is like, if if the child is having a hard time doing whatever it is that we're doing... I say, like, let's take a break, and technically it really is a timeout, but yeah. I'm sort of either sitting with them, with them on my lap, mm-hmm. uh, like, holding hands, or just at least in the same room with them. Right. Let's take a break from whatever it was that we were doing, and let's, like, take some breaths and yeah. try again. Like, that, that seems to actually help, and I think that is basically what a timeout is
0: supposed to is Technically yeah. be. Yeah,
1: and what it could be good for. But I don't... Maybe it's... I mean, I thought that when... Because I remember when Simon was, like, around what Oscar's age is now. You know, like, a little over one. And I started having moments with him where I thought maybe a timeout would be a good idea. Like, he started just doing things that weren't okay and then, like, repeatedly doing yeah. them after I told him not to. And it was it was tempting to have a thing to do, but...
0: It just never worked, so then it yeah. always just kind of made it worse. Like, I, I almost... Because like, it became the game, because I know for a lot of kids... Sure, it becomes yeah. the game of, I'm going to get up, and then, like, the rules yeah. are, when your kid keeps getting up, there are all these rules of, like, you get them, and you put them back on the stool, and you right. never speak to them, and you never make eye contact, but yeah. see, for me, that feels like that would just escalate to, like, totally. the fifth time, picking your fucking kid up yeah. and shoving them in the seat. Oh, you know what totally. I mean? Like, because you're, it becomes that crazy fucking game and you get, like, all that's done for you is make you fucking angrier. Totally. Because personally, as I have used timeouts, the more I have used timeouts Uh or the, on the occasions I do it, I always realize I'm doing it solely for me yeah, and it rarely has anything to do with her. Just you need a break. I needed the break. And so I, but, so, but to go back to the like, I never understood how those rules could work yeah. or be helpful if your kid's a runner, right? Well, you know, I mean, or you can't you, put
1: them in the crib either because it kind of like
0: makes them think the crib is a yeah, bad place it, to be, like a punishment place. Like, well, for us, I could never figure out where to put Katie yeah. Bell because we lived in such small places that yeah. could be like there was like the naughty step and the naughty yeah. and whatever. But then I was like, I, like she, if she maybe if she had had a pattern of issues that were happening every day where like, you know, there was the timeouts came so few and far between because we were really trying the teaching thing because I was young, energetic and had energy. And I really thought, you know, these are three-year-olds or two-year-olds and they really don't understand things. And if they're hitting, how will no one talking to them about hitting help them not hit? You know what I mean? Like, let me give her the skills. So that later, so with Ellis, you're not gonna have oh well, Ellis. To do that. Well, no, I don't, I hope so, but Ellis is so clearly <laughs> the different because, like, Katie Bell was that kid that totally allowed me to be the asshole parent who was like, "You're just not doing your timeouts right, or you're uh-huh. just not doing your things right." Uh-huh. You know, like Katie Bell and I have these peaceful sits and we talk and it's all fun and we mm-hmm. calm down. Pfft, you know, it's like everybody else's fault as opposed to the sh- children just being who mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, and I could just see in Ellis. The, uh, that That's is not going to be – he He like will that. definitely be a runner. Yeah. He will be a picker-upper and a thrower and a runner. You know, so, yeah. like, I, I agree that, like, I could never, like, where what, – what would I do with that? Yeah. So I actually made the switch of saying, I need a timeout. As soon as Katie Bell oh, was yeah. old enough to, like, be, like, in her room by herself for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes or I could walk away from her for a yeah. little bit, it became a thing where, like – all right, we're both getting upset, oh, yeah. you know, and trying to not talk to her like a 30-year-old, you know. Yeah. Like, Mama's upset. You're upset. Yeah. I need a timeout. She'd already know what a timeout was. Yeah. I need a timeout. Yeah. And then that eventually moved into, we need to count to 10. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times it was just, it, it's the the calming down. Mm-hmm. Um You know, that said... I so see, does that
1: work? Sorry. Yeah, the
0: calming down helps us. But that's for her, and that's for me, and that's our personality. Yeah. I have certainly been around other kids when they – when the first thing in my head is, that kid needs a time out. I mean, mm. and, well, let me actually – and I'll use Katie Bell. There have been moments where Katie Bell is like – really getting upset and super hyped and she's not listening and she's not doing what we ask and we're trying Mm -hmm. to leave a place and she's running around and it's just you know it's her version of the kid who runs around and is throwing shit at the dog you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like when when things are getting too much for them Mm -hmm. um and we'll say all right we're having a timeout but because timeouts aren't something that's like the worst there's no like naughty soul related (laughs) to it for us it's Mm -hmm. we need to stop Mm -hmm. we need to sit down for a second we need to calm down. We need to talk about why we have to leave you know, like we she always did well with explanation and breathing and like sitting for a second. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I assume the same thing has to apply when the kid is doing those sorts of things in a different, more destructive and in, in yeah. a destructive way that's different.
1: Yeah. Um It's just sort of like if you tell your kid to go take a time out when they're like acting crazy. Yeah. And they're not willing to go take the time out, like it doesn't really de escalate anything because yeah. you then you have to decide, am I gonna like try to convince him to take a timeout? Am I gonna physically restrain him? Yeah. Which let me tell you what doesn't de escalate a situation. Right. You know, just like dragging your kid over yeah. and like sitting in a hug hold, which I mean, sometimes a hug hold is necessary, but right. I wouldn't consider that a timeout. Like, I think <laughs> when I think about like if if I were to go back to before I had kids and I were to think like what is a timeout? Yeah, I would be remembering back to when I was a kid and hearing somebody like at school or sometimes at home say like go take a timeout, and the child would just like walk over and sit there until their time yeah. was up. And I remember having to take timeouts as a child and being upset about it. But I do remember going and sitting there until yeah. it was over.
0: Yeah. Which, like, I cannot imagine my kids doing. So is a timeout actually better when okay. when kids are older? Yes. Okay, that's what I was going to say was I only now that Katie Bell is, like, almost six, mm-hmm. do timeouts make any difference. Okay. I, that's what I – that was one of the things I wanted to add to this was timeouts for, like, two, three, even four Yeah. That, it was just yeah. like a, it was like a challenge it yeah. was like a game and it was so much sometimes about not helping fix the problem but like because i needed you to stop screaming
1: yeah. hey, yeah. you know what i mean
0: like um but now that she's older I can say you need to go have some thinking time in your room. Uh You need a timeout. And I need you to go calm down and you can go to your room. And I I get that her room is full of stuff that she likes. Yeah. That's okay. But it's it's about her calming down and having time to think about stuff. Yeah. And I think the assumption that if your kid gets to go to their room where things are nice, they're not going to think about what they've done or Mm -hmm. what's going on. And if she wanders back out a couple of minutes later and doesn't acknowledge the problem that we've been Mm having— That's a good time for us to talk about it. Yeah, you know. All right. Once everybody's yeah. Calm down. Once everybody's yeah. calmed down, they, it, they're not. Sense. It's not like dogs or cats, where the moment they pee on the floor, you got to shove their nose right. in it. Are they going to forget about right. it? Yeah. It's okay to take some yeah. time and let everybody process it mm-hmm. and then deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think it's they seem to have a better place. In our structure of discipline, right now, mm-hmm. now that she's older, mm-hmm. um, I also want to say that none of this, and by any means, means that t- no that timeouts may be working or not working doesn't oh, yeah. isn't the same thing as no discipline. Oh yeah, I believe in discipline. Uh-huh. I will discipline all day long. <laughs> but like, I'm not sure the timeout is always because like the one time I put Katie Belt like three or three and a half. Uh-huh. She had done something, and I was like, I was so done, and I took a chair, yeah. put it in the corner, facing yeah. the corner, and I was like, you're know, zero fun, zero anything. Yeah. You're sitting here time out." Yeah. <laughs> I come back a minute later, and she is sound asleep. <laughs> I was like, well, that, <laughs> that doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. I don't feel justified with my punishment if yeah. you're falling asleep. Yeah, she's uh, tired. Yeah, she was so tired. And then yeah. she said she was tired. There's usually a million other reasons yeah. for the behavior. Yeah. And— uh, and I'm, yeah, and I'm not saying I don't do timeout still because I right. do, because yeah. sometimes there's something like super valid about, this may not work long term to solve oh, the yeah, problem, sure, but if I use it as a way to get everybody to be quiet for a few minutes, mm-hmm. and that may not be on a stool, that may be, I need you in your room, mm-hmm. or timeout, you're on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, or timeout, count to 10, like whatever it yeah. is, uh, does help bring the energy down. Sure, yeah, or just like
1: break it up. Yeah. Whatever like craziness is spiraling just to yeah. kinda like break it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm down for that. And I also think like as usual, we have no idea what the fuck is going on in other people's lives too. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if, if if you're using timeouts, successfully and that's fucking awesome. Tell
0: us how. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Indeed. If this is working for you Fucking high fives all around. Um, and, you know, and Teresa, maybe yeah. one day it will work for you. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe Oscar is going to love some fucking timeouts. I, he seems like it so far. I think the real point of this whole conversation <laughs> yeah. is that timeouts are totally about us. They totally
1: are.
0: <laughs> totally for parents. They are totally for mama. Go to your room. <laughs> mark your calendars for the 2015 max fun drive the
1: last two weeks of march are the best time of year to support your favorite podcasts Beginning March 16th, we'll be pulling out all the stops, producing our best shows of the year. Juicy topics. Juicier topics than we already do on the show. Juicy topics. Amazing guests. And offering exclusive thank you gifts to entice you to become a
0: new or upgrading member of MaximumFun.org. The MaxFun Drive starts March 16th and only runs for two weeks. It's the most exciting time of the year on One Bad Mother. Don't miss it. Woo!
1: Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Teresa. Yes. Genius fail time. Oh, good. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Sure. <laughs> um,
1: I have talked about on the show that we finally got a dog trainer in to work with our dogs on some of the issues we're having and that's been really awesome. Um, And one of the things that we've done is we have crate trained our dog that wasn't crate trained and we've brought back the other dog's crate. So basically each dog has a crate that they like and they're happy to be in and I can put the crates downstairs when Oscar is napping. <laughs> and I can crate my dogs with, like, a bone or whatever. They can chew on something. They have a toy or a bone to chew on. And they just hang out down there. And they're really cozy. And they're quiet. And I don't have to worry about them barking and waking up Oscar. And oh my gosh. It's, it's so, like, so changing my life. that I mean, I'm actually kind of, like, hating myself that I didn't figure this out like a few years ago, but so the fact great. that it happened now,
0: it's, yeah. it's huge. That's really yeah. huge. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. I am so happy to hear that. <laughs> Thanks. It's really good. <laughs> How about you? What do you got? Um, So Ellis had a fever uh, this weekend. And he was really off. And uh, Saturday, no, Sunday morning, he woke up, Stefan went out got up to get him and give him his milk in the morning and I just hear him. He's just still fussing and fussing Mm -hmm. and fussing and fussing. It was just going on forever and I just like, my instinct was like, let's just bring him in here to see me. Just bring him into the bed. I'm not sleeping, clearly. Mm -hmm. Bring him in here to sleep me, to see me. I don't want to get out of bed yet. So I call for Stefan. Stefan brings Ellis in and he's like really kind of fussing and like kind of throwing his body around a little bit Mm -hmm. and so I just turn him so he's kind of near me Mm -hmm. and he just lays down across my chest Mm -hmm. and he falls asleep oh i tell you this never happens with my children this never happens on the couch this never happens anywhere and like we all just lay in bed for an extra. katie bell's like sleeping late we lay in bed for like 45 minutes the three of us, mm-hmm. with Ella sleeping and both of us getting some more sleep. And that while well, I wasn't wow. asleep, I was just basking in the glow yeah. of this child. Yeah. And then uh, he continued to sleep for like another hour. like Stefan got on up with Katie Bell and like Ella slept to me and then pretty soon he was just kind of laying on the bed next mm-hmm. to me. And I really was like, A, I felt really great because it was something he so clearly needed. Yeah. And two, it was something I so clearly needed. And yeah. I really sat there and just said that you you need to pay attention to this and appreciate that you're getting this moment with Ellis right now Aww. and how sweet he is and what, this beautiful baby that you have. And... That it's okay that your day is totally fucked because you're stuck, (laughs) you're stuck not getting done like the things that you need to do this morning. But like, it was just a really nice moment. I just felt so good about it. Oh, (laughs) good job! We were so uh, in
1: the moment. I was so in
0: the moment, and it was just really sweet.
2: I love my baby. Hey, business Teresa. I have a genius. So it only took me seven years to get this right. (laughs) But my wonderful daughter is finally going through that age, and a lot of seven-year-olds go through. She's really not always looking forward to going to school. And so when I went into her room today uh, to read her story for, for bedtime, you know, she's, she's got this look on her face like she's about to cry. And I ask her, "What's up?" And she starts crying and says, "Mom, I don't want to go to school tomorrow, and it's not very fun." And so I fight my first urge, which is to say, "Well, life's not fun. Get over it, kid. I mean, just hold that down deep inside." <laughs> And then I fight the second urge, which is just to tell her that everything's going to be fine and not to worry about it. And I ask her, what's up? And I ask her, well, what are you going to do tomorrow? And she tells me about her day and what's going to happen. and And I keep asking, well, what then? What then? And she tells me more about what happens at school. And I'll save you the details, but we managed to divide the problem into just three very solvable problems. And then furthermore, I didn't solve them for her. We solved them together, and I feel really good about that. And it only took me seven years to get it right, so I got it right. I asked her what was up. I, I worked it through with her instead of for her, and she was all smiles at the end, and she was so happy. And I was a genius. <laughs> you are a genius. That's Awesome.
0: <laughs> Isn't it great? Yeah. It's so good. I think there's something also to be said, though, about it. it's all right to have worked things out for your kids because, you know, up until they're like six or seven, mm-hmm. they need your help working things out yeah. so that you can have this beautiful moment yeah. where you've equipped them with the tools to figure it out. Yeah. Good job. Wow. That's I just think it's so great. Yes. Good job. Failures. Fail yours, fail mine. (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa? Yeah. Fail me. Okay. Fail, 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 fail! You suck.
1: I was (laughs) on a walk. Mm -hmm. I was carrying Oscar on my back in the ergo. Mm -hmm. And Um. I had Sissy on the leash. Mm -hmm. And I was texting my sister while walking texting while walking mm. downhill mm. Mm. and so i wasn't looking oh. when i came across a little dip in the road a little dip <laughs> and Shit. the dip is like on an incline too so i was walking downhill and there was and a dip and there's a dip and i just f- completely fell um twisted my ankle oh Teresa. skinned my knee really bad it is disgusting it's everybody. really disgusting i can't it's she like can't- I can't cover it. It's not like healing. It's really gross. She can't wear pants. No, I can't wear pants.
0: It's, it's okay. I don't need pants today. That's fine because it's fucking California yeah. and there's a drought and it's already a million degrees.
1: Yeah. Um. So, anyways, and then so I was bleeding, and the funny thing was, I'm glad Oscar was on my back, yeah, not in front. But he slept through it. He was completely, no he even way he was asleep in the ergo, and he just slept through it. My dog didn't even notice. She was fine. Keep coming. Stop yeah. slowing you yeah. down. Right? I was really I mean, I'm actually relieved I wasn't yeah. worse because when I fell and twisted my ankle, I really thought I might not be able to like make it the rest of the way yeah. home. Um but I just felt and so anyways, everybody, I'm fine. I'm like a little sore, but yeah. I'm fine. But I just feel like a fucking idiot. I'm like so sorry. I because of course I it had to happen. The reason it happened was because I was looking at my phone. Yeah. Like, why was I fucking looking at my phone? Right. What you know? needed to happen what needed that to happen moment right then?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's going to be on everybody's tombstone. Yeah. I swear. What needed to happen right then yeah. on the phone? Yep. Like, that's my mantra in my head all the time. Yeah. It's So oh, stupid. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Ugh. Well, let me make you feel better. Please. I set a fire in my kitchen this week. What? Yep. <laughs> That wasn't like a teaser, everybody. At the beginning of the show, I was like, you
1: "For real, set a so, fire."
0: Okay, what day was it? What day was it even? I think it was like Thursday, uh-huh. and it had just been like a really long week. Uh-huh. It was like these, like last week and this week, are the epitome of all the things on my to-do list that I finally sat down and said, "We're going to get all these things done." So it involved a lot of appointments happening and mm-hmm. like meetings and things that. Uh, so it was just a really off, crazy week. So it's going to be spaghetti and meatball night, which means heat the meatballs up in the oven, mm-hmm. cook some pasta, heat up some sauce to dump mm-hmm. over the meatballs. That sounds right. <laughs> Super easy. These are like the three easiest things to do, right? So like frozen meatballs, you okay. know, everything's like from a jar frozen. Okay. Um, I've gotten Ellis down. I'm like really tired and like really stressed out. I can't even remember what was going on that was making me feel like I was losing my mind, mm-hmm. but I, to make life easier, I usually put down parchment paper on the uh, cookie sheet yeah, for the sure, meatballs. So then to wash, I have to wash yeah. it. And so I pull the meatballs out of the oven and I put them up on the stove mm-hmm. and I go turn to do something. I think I'm like texting, I think I'm like texting something. I think I'm like texting Stephanie yes. being like, I'm really having a hard time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I turn around. And the parchment paper's on fire because it's really close to the boiling water. Oh! And like, luckily, I'm actually really good in these situations. Mm -hmm. So I grab the like a towel and just tap it, yeah, tap, 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 tap. You don't throw things on it. Just very little air. Tap, tap it. Right. (laughs) Do that. Turn the fan on and just like stood there and was like, wow, Mm -hmm. that happened. That that is a thing that just happened. (laughs) and i'm going to need a little more sleep or whatever yeah yeah you know? i think that was when i decided that i was going to start taking apps off my phone oh, God. just my phone needs to be a fucking telephone for a little while
3: okay i like that <sighs> hi one bed mother i have a fail for you and the name of my fail is sleep cheese i think it's my favorite sleep this is my favorite tale. me my daughter heard me say it, now she's asking for it, uh, because it has a name. My two-year-old has been having a hard time eating her dinner. She just gets too distracted, and so we've been trying the tough love: eat your dinner or you don't get any more snacks. So, like, you know, she's still drinking milk, and so she's getting something in her belly, but we've been trying that really hard, and we got to the point where now one of her favorite bedtime selling taxes is that she says she's just... So hungry, she can't <laughs> sleep. So one day, I was just so tired, and I offered her a stick of cheese. And now, every night since then, as we're going to bed, she's like, Mom, I want sleep cheese. I want sleep cheese. Oh, my goodness. It's haunting me. And now she just walks around the house up on the job before nap, going, Mama, I want sleep cheese. How long do I have to keep giving her sleep cheese? Because I am still too tired to fight that battle at that time. Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> oh, so the worst. This I is like, totally get yes, that. I this is, really get
3: that. This is the
0: epitome yeah. of the, again, pre-child, post-child, yeah. where like, or even you have kids and yeah. you just haven't done this yet, yeah. where somebody's like, well, why don't you just fucking give them a cracker in the car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> these are words that came out of my mouth before. Yeah. Right, why don't you just give them a snack before bed? Like, who yeah. cares? Because you give it to them once, whether yeah. it's, Something special on the bath. Whether it's, I'll I'll come in and sit with you tonight because right. you're having a hard time. Right. I'll give you some cheese before bed. Whatever it is, they will cling to. Yeah. Like it is the, they can never not have it. it children do not have a limit of, this is a one-time only thing. So sleep cheese like hit me so hard. I was so just funny. like, dude, uh, you have ruined sleep. You're going to have to give her sleep cheese She'll until she's married. One. Yeah. She will, in fact, need to sleep, cheese as She's walking down the aisle. Sorry. You
2: are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I
0: call you on. Theresa? The yes. It's time to call a mom. It's time to call a mom. <laughs> Let's call a mom. This just the Fuck, show just gets awful. better. That the show just gets better and better every week guys. Uh Let's call a mom. All right. Today, we are calling Amanda, who is the creator of the blog Dirt and Boogers, my kind of blog. Uh, She was a mental health counselor with a specialty in play therapy and family studies who married into the military and uh, with all the relocating excitement that comes along with that (laughs) and has been challenging herself and others to stop yelling at your kids, just your kids everybody stop yelling at your kids? (laughs) Um, My kids yell away. uh, And is currently offering an online Mama Anger Management workshop. Just love this. Uh, Welcome, Amanda. Hi. Hello. Uh, Before we get into all that good stuff, let's get into some even better stuff. And have you tell us who lives in your house? Okay. Um, And my husband is here. His name is Brad. Um, And then there's,
4: of course, me. And then we have two boys. Um, The four-year-old, we call him Jay on the blog. And then my two-year-old is E. Nice. And now I've got a cat
0: named Lucy. She counts, too, I guess.
1: Oh, she counts. You give give away her full name, though. Yeah, yeah. She's not entitled to the same I know.
0: Well, a two- and a four-year-old certainly sounds like the perfect ages to issue yourself the challenge of to stop yelling, not only at your children, but everybody who comes in your way. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about the blog and what led to it and... You know, you are. Are you and your husband pretty settled now in one place? Is there still a chance for relocation? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about life with the military, and then how that. led, I'm assuming that plays into the blog a little bit. It why does. that got started?
4: Um. Yeah, the military is a big part of our family. Um. My, you know, my oldest is four. He'll be five soon. And he's moved um, four times already. So he's been moving every year to two years. We're actually moving again this summer. Wow. Um, and so we're, yeah, nomadic people we are kind of everywhere. And that's why it's good to be a vlogger because it can go with me no matter where we go. So it's been really nice. But I certainly can't um, get a license and practice everywhere. So right. I went online instead.
0: <laughs> so I just find that we recently had another guest on who, uh, sa- similar style, life Uh, and the challenges, I think, of moving and raising kids and how suddenly all that like the unpredictability of the moving can affect just even the best person on the best day in terms of what you envisioned your life to sort of be like, to like, (laughs) this is actually my life and it's we're going to do this and it's going to be great. Like just more power to you and very, very good job. Um, Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, so tell us a little bit about the blog. Well, yeah. um, When I started
4: it, I had no intention of it being the way it is now. Um, I started it when my oldest was um, a young child. I think he was like 16 months old. And it was just like a place to go talk about the fun activities I was doing with him and um, crowning my life kind of stuff, you know, as a new mom. Um, And, of course, the military piece plays in there, too. And then after about two and a half years of doing that, I decided that I really needed to focus on, on the parenting piece because that's my passion and helping parents and empowering women is a really big, is a lot of what I did before I left. And I love doing that and I knew that I had the platform to do it. and I just started writing it and it um, has gotten bigger and um it just feels right now, but it's not where I intended it to go when I started it. I don't think I would have called it certain boogers if
0: I
3: had <laughs> meant to
0: do it, you know. So Well, so here's a question. So you're you were working in the mental health industry, you had this, you know, your your degree was in family, you know, sort of family studies and play therapy and then yes. you have kids. And yes. most of us don't have any previous experiences. That help in any way (laughs) with having children (laughs) and being a mom. And I wonder if, like, before you had the kids, you were like, you were pregnant, and you're like, "I'm gonna nail this. I'm so gonna nail this. I am so equipped to handle this." And then, did did it actually help you, or did it, or did it play into Uh. like more guilt? Because like we all have the guilt, and we all feel like I'm actually not doing well at this, or I'm having these bad days. Did you feel like? I should, you know like I loved camp, and I myself am a big giant child, so I should actually be able to relate to my five year old way better than I am because I was yeah. so great at taking care of other people's five year olds. So mm-hmm. like, why is there suddenly this disconnect? You know, did you how did how did it turn out for you? <laughs> all that all that experience. How did that how did that help? Um. Well, it. Uh... It's a good thing and a bad thing so yes it's helped me
4: because um, I do understand kids I understand the development I know how to talk to them I know how to relate to them and that helps but um, motherhood is a whole nother ball game um, there's so many more emotions and then it's the whole I know what I'm doing yet I'm screaming at my child right. or you know I'm not doing what I know to be what I should be doing you know and that's really gets frustrating sometimes and she, yes you do I do beat myself up sometimes about that, and the mom guilt plays a piece in it. And then I have to remind myself that, you know, I preach it to my readers. Like, you have to forgive yourself and just um, keep going, and we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect, and I'm telling myself those things all the time. You know, I think I do a good job, and I do understand kids pretty well, but I certainly have days that are not good. Um, But I think that's just mom.
0: Well, you, but that's interesting. You, you actually said something really fascinating there. And that was, I, you know, I understood kids, you know, and I understand all these, all these things that are happening with the kids. I get, but then there's the motherhood aspect yes. of it, which is separating you from kids. That's things that you personally are dealing with. And it sounds like right. those things then suddenly totally complicate all the common sense things you understand about the child. So like, yes. Kate, like, so how does the motherhood aspect of it somehow make that more complicated?
4: (laughs) Well, it's it's messy. You know, I don't know if there's, like, a really good boundary between the two. Um, But, like, you know, if you're thinking about it, like, I know my child is throwing a fit in the the grocery store because they want, you know, that sugary cereal that I don't want them to have. but. And I can understand that, and I can relate to my kids, but I still have those peering eyes of the people around me. I still want to be that good parent. I still want people to see that I'm doing a good job, you know, or um, my child will get their shoes on and I need them to go and I need them to hurry and I understand their reasoning, but I still need them to go and it's frustrating. And um, so it's that, I think the motherhood piece, it's maybe a little bit of the outside world looking in, like you want to be that perfect mom that you read about in blogs and that right. you hear about and they may even see. Um, and I think a lot of it is those self uh, thoughts that we have, you know, about um, I'm failing, I'm not doing a good enough job. Why is it my child that can't do this? You know, all those pieces play in a part of it, you know? So, and it being that for me, I do have this background. There's even more self-doubt because you're like, I know this stuff, yet my right. child is still, you know, doing this, you know, behavior. So.
0: <laughs> my degree <sighs> is not fixing this child. Stop doing that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. My theater degree from a medical university isn't helping mm-hmm. at all. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, I think one of the first things that, that led me to you, that helped me find you was a, the Stop Yelling at Your Kids Challenge. Um, Listeners to the show know that Katie Bell uh, and... My husband and I, we've, you know, been hitting sort of this new place with her at five, you know, stomach aches. She has all these stomach aches. And, you know, it's clear that this is coming from some sort of, you know, stress of some kind. This is how she's internalizing what's going on. And while we can't fix all those problems, we may have been setting up some behaviors ourselves that were just expectations too high, uh, you know, tones that we were using. I did feel like day after day, I was constantly just like, Kate Bell, why are you? It just went from like, I need you to stop to like a wild dog running through the house. And I just was like, why am I doing this? Um, and then I came upon you in the Stop Yelling Challenge, and I was like, uh-huh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... I don't think that's actually the case. It actually is a really great challenge. And I would love to find out what made, why did you start the challenge for yourself? And what did you, tell our listeners what sort of happened for you during this process? Okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's no secret that I'm not the perfect parent.
4: And I talk about that a lot. Um, and so, yeah, so a specific event happened when my three-year-old, he was now four, now then three-year-old, um, was sitting next to me on the couch. And I had been, like, in a bad mood for months. I call it the mom funk. I just wasn't happy. I was frustrated. I was kind of mad at the world. And he was sitting next to me, and I had my um, laptop in my lap and my cup of coffee in my hands, which is never a good mix, really. Right. I can see um, where this is going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was jumping on the couch. And I told him to sit down and stop. I told him a couple times, and he didn't do it. And then um, he he leaned over to his, like, um, head on my shoulder to say hi or hug me or whatever. And I knocked the coffee all over my computer.
2: Um,
4: and I lost it. I mean, just like started yelling and screaming and was ranting about um, my computer because, you know, I'm a blogger and my computer matters a lot. Um, <laughs> and when I was sitting down and writing about it on the blog later, I just wrote, I'm like, I have to stop. Like, I, ha- I know that yelling is not okay. I know how not to yell. I really need to just stop. And then I just put, I want you to do it with me. And I published it, and I started this Facebook group, and I expected a few people to join me, and it's just exploded since then. So, um, I don't know. There's something about yelling. People want to stop it. (laughs) So they're looking for help. But
0: sometimes I feel like, (laughs) I feel, do you want mama to be a happy mama? Or angry mama, you know, happy (laughs) mama, then do what I say. um, But, like, so how do we – we were talking earlier in the show about discipline and only in particular about the timeouts um, Mm -hmm. and how they work. And sometimes they don't work. And if they do work for you, awesome. And if they don't, you know, like, what was the whole point of these? But, like, it falls into this larger category of, well, my arsenal seems to be timeouts are screaming at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And neither may yeah. be doing what I want them to do. So how Correct. am I supposed to get my kid to listen to me if the first five calm times didn't do it? And even the warning, if you keep doing this, I'm get my angry voice is coming, you know, all yeah. this stuff, warning, warning. I, I, I had, What am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Fix me? Fix me? Well, and if it were that easy to answer, <laughs> then we wouldn't have this problem. Right? We you would be of, a millionaire, you know, and
4: we would all let's exactly, wait. Yeah. exactly. Um, you know, the first thing is is that um, always the calmer that you are, the calmer your kids going to be. So when you explode and when you fall apart, and when you start yelling at your kids, they're going to match your behavior, and they're going to more or less they fall apart. Right. Not always, but you know, they're going to match your behavior. So try to stay calm. I know. And, you know, there could, it depends on the reason, you know, it depends on why they're getting angry or why they're not listening. The first thing I think a lot of parents fail or forget to do is to get the attention and to really get them focused on what you're telling them to do. Um, a lot of times we're from the other room going, how do you do this? You know, and they're like, <laughs> and they don't do it, you know, because they don't really think that you mean what you say because they're not paying attention to you. So that's the first piece is to make sure you get their attention and you get down the level and you tell them very clearly what you need for them to do. Um, And if they choose not to, then you may have to take them and have them do it. Um, but it takes a lot of involvement instead of just mm. telling them to go do it. Sometimes you have to actually like physically go with them to go do it. Ugh,
0: we have to be there I and know. be parents. That's oh, yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, it's frustrating. Well, and when you're busy, I you know, don't have yeah. time to like follow your kid around the house to make sure they're doing what they're
4: doing. Uh, yeah, they and that's like the, time,
0: the, so. joking, the joking aside, that is just it. It's a lot of times there's so many other things that we have to get done during the day. Work. Food, cook it, you know, things like that. Watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, it is hard to then say, oh, why can't you just go pick that up? Yeah. You know, like, it's hard to, to do the step away. But, okay, all right. The thing about it is, like, you have to figure
4: out why. Like, is your child, if you're going to screaming, does your child tune you out when you start screaming? Because they're like, oh, you're – or you start screaming. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. your child doesn't know that you're serious until you're yelling, they're not going to listen to you the first four times you tell them calmly.
0: Well, why aren't they doing what I want them to do in the first place? Is there, <laughs> well, like – lot there lots of reasons for that, too. <laughs> um. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, like, for example, there are, like, lots of – you know, it, let's take a simple one. Like, um, we're currently going through a phase of Stefan's, uh, my husband, going in and telling Katie Bell it's time to get out of the bath. She says no. Uh, he says yes. And then she suddenly starts screaming at the top of her lungs. I only want mama. I want my, not like I'm going to tell her not to get out of the tub. I'm going to tell her to get out of the tub. You know what I mean? But like, there's clearly yeah. a power struggle happening. She's clearly, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make it she's trying to get some sort of reaction out of us but like so why is she not just getting out of the tub <laughs> I, you know like yeah I mean hopefully that's not too broad a, a question but
4: no it's not the thing about it is is man I wish I could just give you specific answers I know I know but you this have has... to like look at the whole story like what's going on right. does she feel like she's not in control throughout her day and this is one thing that she can control so she's you know using mm-hmm. it as a way to get that feel that power um, maybe it's a, um, maybe she just really likes that and doesn't want to get out of bath. Maybe that's as simple as it is. Right. You know, maybe there's not a lead up time to it. Like, okay, you have five minutes. Okay. You have one minute and she's not right. prepared to be done. Um, you know, there could be a huge range of reasons why. That's why kids are so damn complicated because it's not, you can't just, be like, my child's doing this. Okay, you do B or you do A. Yeah. You know, there could be all these different
0: reasons for it. Well, that's the so. opposite of the internet. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why you have therapists. I don't. And trust me, that is exactly why I have a therapist. <laughs> they, uh, but, all right. Well, there are two more things I want to touch on. One, one of the things, and I think this sort of plays into what you're saying a lot, and I really liked the, uh, this on your website. It was just a good reminder of your job is really to teach. You know, as yeah. a parent, that, like, we forget that they are really babies. They have no mm-hmm. world experience. And right. when they're doing something wrong or their behavior's not right, you know, screaming at them isn't going to fix it. You have to to teach them. Right. Yeah. I, and I guess that just comes back to needing a great deal of patience. <laughs> but the problem with patience is that I get really angry all the time as we go yeah. back to that motherhood thing. And then I feel bad about being really angry. And then it's a really vicious cycle. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was you are offering an online uh, four-week course on mom anger and like a how yes. to help manage that. Tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit about that. So like I said, if it were easy, then
4: then anybody could do it right away. You wouldn't know, right. need support. You wouldn't. Know, it's hard, you know? And I don't know about you, but I was raised by like a yelling mama and yelling <laughs> is how I was taught to take care of my kids, you know? Right. Um, and so what the course kind of does is it, it walks you through the process of how to stay calm when your kids aren't doing what you need them to do or when you're frustrated and angry at your kids. So the first part is we talk a lot about what you bring into the relationship. Do you have really high expectations for your kids? Are you like me, who was raised by yelling and whose instinct is to automatically yell at children? Um, You know, are you overwhelmed? Are you stressed out? Like, what is it that's going on right now that's causing you to be more angry? So we kind of focus on that. And then we try to figure out what your triggers are. What are the things that just make you go from zero to exploding all of a sudden? And then we go through... Um, the calming techniques and how to stay calm. We do some physical reminders that I'm a big fan of, you know, like having yellow hearts around the house was one of my physical reminders. Some people wear rubber bands on their wrists, huh. um, something like that, just to remind them to stay calm in the moment. And then I also um, have a short video on different relaxation techniques you can do when um you don't have time to like go sit in a room for an hour to relax you know <laughs> like right. when your kids are there with you how do you stay calm what are some relaxing things you can do and then we talk about how to like build a better relationship with your children and how to mainly like how to how to explain your anger to them how to show them it's how sorry how to show them what it's like to be angry and what you shouldn't do when you're angry because we're all going to get angry yeah i mean that's. It's going to happen. You know, the the purpose of the course isn't to stop you from ever getting angry because you're human and you're going to get angry. It's just to how to help it help yourself through the anger, basically.
2: Okay, so. well,
0: can, I need you to assure me of something, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is, and they, and yeah. this is because I, you know, I like I said, I already deal with guilt about my anger and about mm-hmm. yelling at kids and you know all that stuff, and I get so nervous that like. I would come into this, I would sign up for this course and I'd get in there and it would just be like, I would feel like I was being attacked or I, is it going to make me feel more guilty? Everything you're doing Everything wrong. you're doing is wrong. Like, you know. <laughs> no.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all.
0: Because I don't,
4: I don't like guilt and I don't like making people feel worse for their actions. You know, I think that we're all just trying to do the best that we can and we're all having moments where we may not be, you know. Our best, but we already have harbor a lot of guilt. It's not my job to make you feel worse about yourself. You're already doing enough. Of that I'm just <laughs> going to try to make you feel better. Um, I actually do send out good life mantras and things to remind yourself that you are doing a good job. You know, this motherhood thing is tough. And trust me, if you signed up for my course, you want to be a good mom. Right. You're trying to be a good mom. You are a good mom, and um, you just want a little bit of help and support. And that's what I'm there for.
0: So. Well, Amanda, that is, A, very generous of you. Well, <laughs> so thanks. thank you. Um, and thank you so much for joining us on the show. We, we want to link everybody up to the blog. Uh, again, it's com. Might be easy to remember. Yeah, it's not hard to forget. (laughs) Uh, And we're going to link everybody up to the information on the online course. And I I just, you're doing a really good job, and we really appreciate your thoughts on this. And I really appreciate you not actually being able to give me one answer Mm
2: -hmm. to solve all my
0: problems. Because I know that that's unrealistic. And we would never have had you on if you were that person. So I appreciate that. And the blog is really helpful. There are a lot of great things that she delves into, like um, uh, stop calling your kids' names and dealing with power struggles and uh, dealing with anger and more information on the Stop Yelling Challenge. And I really encourage everybody to go check it out. It, it's very helpful. So, Amanda, thank you again for joining us. Well, thank you. It was great to be here. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Take care. Bye. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Rendered. It's a show about making meaning and breaking rules. We're answering important questions like, Can you build a
3: spacesuit in your living room?
5: I went to my brother's place in Beaverton, and um, he has a swimming pool, and I pressurized the suit and sat down there underwater for about 10 minutes. The thing that I had built was supporting my life. That felt really good.
0: What does it sound like when you play a polka record through a styrofoam cup? And what happens when an airport carpet gains a cult following? Oh my goodness, the carpet has an Instagram. Check out Rendered now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Interesting. Mm -hmm. We have to do lots of things as parents.
1: It's a lot of work. Ah! (laughs) Actually, you know what I loved the most about that? What? Was when she talked about being in a mom funk. Yeah. And for some reason it just made me feel so much better because sometimes when i'm just feeling like shit i'm so like it's so hard um not to fall into the trap of like trying to fix it mm-hmm. and trying to have an answer like well what is wrong like what 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 do i need to have different right. what's wrong with me like why yeah. why am i feeling this way and like what what would make you know and i mean that's okay I think it's human to problem solve and maybe it's good because maybe I do come up with some solutions but sometimes you do just feel like shit (laughs) (laughs) I mean sometimes you do. Yeah, I I mean and it's like it's it's really hard for me to um to just feel like that's okay sometimes and the way she was like I was just in a mom funk like as though like she's not in a mom funk anymore like that was just a moment in time and we all go through that and it doesn't
0: mean anything Yeah, I like that she was like, for three months. (laughs) Yeah, for three months. That's (laughs) fine. That is fine. Sometimes
1: that happens.
0: Yeah, because you're doing all this work all the time. Yeah. It's hard. You know, like, none of us want to just, like shove a baby in a corner. You know what oh, I mean? Like, that no. is just not what we want to do. No. And we do want to have the patience to take the time to, like, teach our kids. We all know. And that doesn't mean we nail that every time. That doesn't mean we j- I love the woman, uh, our genius listener, who was mm-hmm. like, well, normally I might have said, life is hard. Yeah, <laughs> Lord knows that has yeah. come out of my mouth. Yeah. um, and, and it's okay when those things yeah. happen because I, you have lots of days. Yeah. To, to, There's
1: lots of opportunities. Lots of opportunities yeah. to
0: do this. Yeah. Um, speaking of lots of opportunities to do this <laughs> and there being days, uh-huh. uh, let's listen to a mom rant. Talk about mom funks. Okay. Let's listen to a mom rant. Okay.
5: Why does it take four fucking grocery stores for me to get my family's groceries? <laughs> four. Yes, Four. And we don't have some kind of crazy diet either. There's no gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free. We don't need all that. It's just regular groceries. (laughs) And I am now in the parking lot of the fourth store which I now feel the stress to run in and very quickly get whatever it is that I couldn't get at the other three stores because my family is texting me, and they want to know where I am, and they're hungry because it's lunchtime. I'm hungry, too. Can you not fix your own lunch? Don't have that stress to this. This already sucks. Ugh. In this modern age of superstores, how do we not have a store where I can get everything at without having to go through this madness?
0: Ah! It is, I, I find this so relatable because for me, it's uh, two to three in a given week, any given week. And like, like yesterday, I did the shopping for the first three and a half days of the week. Before I'll have to go back later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that's a definitely Sundays are a two-dayer. Luckily the two are right next to each other. I just wanna say, Mom, I totally hear you. And I am sorry. Do you guys want me to help you
1: solve your problem? I guess. All you have to do is like not cook and then oh, you just uh, go to Trader Joe's once a week and just buy some shit and then bring <laughs> it home and then people eat it. <laughs> so
2: people don't all have don't Trader plan, Joe's. Any, don't plan any meals.
1: <laughs>
0: don't everything's everything's from the bag in advance right
1: don't don't cook anything yeah just get some stuff from trader joe and
0: put it in your house that is incredibly helpful see thank Problem you Teresa. <laughs> like i said this was going to be a fact episode <laughs> of one bad mother full of facts today hang in there mom you're doing a really good yeah, job. you're doing an amazing you're doing, job. You may be going above and beyond yeah, for yeah, your family you're great. for this. Good so, job. So, good job. Yeah. Uh, what did we learn today, Teresa? I don't know if we learned that much about timeouts. I mm uh, Except our personal opinions of timeouts. Yep. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. Great. Yeah. Uh, enjoy that, you guys. Enjoy our thoughts on timeouts. <laughs> Possibly, I think, our takeaway on timeouts is that we need to admit. A lot of times, they're really about us. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. and uh, and getting things a little calm in the house Mm -hmm. uh, and less about, like, this be-all, end-all. It's not a replacement for a spanking. If a spanking was to shut your kid up Mm -hmm. a long time ago, Mm -hmm. which never made any sense to me, the timeout can't be about shutting your kid up either. Mm -hmm. It's got to be about helping them uh, to calm down, helping yourself to calm down, and then moving forward with figuring out what's going on with the behavior. So. Sure, more timeouts sure. for everybody. Yeah, but if, they're
1: not an easy fix yeah, for anything. that's right. Sorry. Sadly.
0: There was also something that sh- our guest Amanda was saying that I really liked, where she was kind of talking about, like, we all want to be that perfect mom, mm-hmm. especially when we're out. We want mm-hmm. people to see us as that perfect mom. And I was like, that is where we have gotten so twisted up mm-hmm. that we don't see the perfect mom as the one who is not, Who's dealing with the tantrum, who's not mm-hmm. giving into the tantrum, who's letting the kid like pull the shit off the shelf because mm-hmm. it's giving her that break. Yet we're not celebrating that the perfect mom is the one who accepts the messiness, the craziness, the insanity, the hard work, the like pulling your hair out, all of that. It, I mean, it goes back to that you see somebody in our fictional land of Mm targets and you high five them because you know pulling your kids screaming out of the park because it's time to go is the good job that is the perfect mom yeah you know what i mean so like we have really got to get a reality check on what the image of a perfect mom is and Adjust our attitudes on that yep. because when you are in that moment and your kid is melting down and you know you are making the right decision for your child because it is painful to rip a band aid off, whatever that band aid is yeah. in that situation, you say to yourself, I am the perfect fucking mom yep. right now in this moment. I am the epitome mm-hmm. of perfection. Yeah. And then high five yourself. And just totally. if somebody's giving you a stink, I say, This is parenting. Yeah. And this kid is being a kid. And this kid kid is is being a kid. Totally being
1: a kid. And I
0: am being a mom or a dad. So high fives to everyone. Yep, everybody, you are doing a really great job. Yep. I love the idea of the reminders around the house mm-hmm. to help stick with the yellow hearts thing. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, that is great." Yeah. What do go find something in your your house to be that reminder yeah. and use that, and you know, hang in there. You're nailing it, Teresa. Yep, you are doing a very good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. Let's try not to fall down or catch our houses on fire anymore. Okay, okay. good Good agreement. Yeah, at least for this week. At least for this week. Everybody hang in there. You're doing a great job. We will talk to you next week. Bye.
2: Bye. I got to load down Mama blues. I got to load down Mama blues. I got to load down Mama Blue. I load down Mama blues.
0: We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence, and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org.
1: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate.
0: If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, daddy, baby, buzzer, by got
5: low down, mama.